0: Hello and welcome to the Finder Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Life by Design. Life by Design. How do you design your life? Why would you want to? How do you do it? I think that's a big question. Um, Why, I think, is fairly... um, yeah yeah, sorry my brakes are making weird noises. It's good times, good times. Um, so yeah, I do this podcast while I'm driving. I, you know what made me think of this uh, topic uh, is my car. I was walking out to my car and I uh, was looking at it, and it is my dream car. And uh, it took me a lot of years to to get it. You know, um, I'm a big believer in the Delayed gratification practice. So I want something, but I'm not necessarily going to buy it right away. I enjoy the wanting as much as the having. That's something that I learned many years ago. And I think there's a tremendous value in this practice because otherwise it's a slippery slope of always wanting and never having. And uh, there's this great quote, that jim carrey said the actor jim carrey and i'm um, going just paraphrase it but it was something to the effect of i wish everybody could be rich and become rich and famous so that they could see that that's not what it's really all about or see that that's not what is true happiness you know i thought that was a really great thing to uh to say you know to share because so many of us i think see people movie stars you know famous people and um think that oh it's so much easier for them or it's so much better for them or oh if i had that much money i'd be so much happier and uh you know well if i had their looks i'd be happy too and you know these things and um and that perception is just not as accurate as i as we think it is for the most part it's um or like oh if i had that car i'd be happy right and so for me it's like yeah i've wanted this car for many many years basically the moment it came out i saw it I was like that that's my car i love that car so i, I drive a chrysler uh, 300c um in case you're wondering and uh i just like the shape i like the style it's got kind of that old classic lug- i like luxury type cars more i guess um but also uh more comfortable than fast. It does go pretty fast, but I'm not a fast I don't want a car that goes too I don't want a sport car because I think I'd probably I don't know that I have the uh self control to not race that thing till the wheels fell off and do stupid things. So but anyway that's all beside the point. Anyway, I saw this car. I knew I wanted it. Um didn't have the money to afford it, but put it on the dream board, right? For many, many years dreamed about it, enjoyed dreaming about it, drove a station wagon for many years, and it was great. got great gas mileage. I was able to lug all my DJ gear from gig to gig. I was able to do music lessons all over the county and get great gas mileage. So it served its purpose, and I, uh, you know, psyched didn't drive the coolest car on the block, and certainly people kind of let me know that in different subtle ways, which I thought was kind of interesting. And... um and and not so subtle ways, <laughs> I had one guy who worked underneath me uh <laughs> once upon a time ago um after after the real estate bubble burst in two thousand eight, I guess it must have been like late two thousand eight or two thousand nine probably two thousand nine ish maybe two thousand ten and i uh you know I, right before the bubble burst. I got out of real estate. I was a full-time realtor and I decided I was going to go back into music cuz I could see, you know, that something was going to happen. Like it just can't keep going on. I'm going to get out now before I have to completely redesign my real estate business cuz I don't have the time or patience. I'm too burnt out. I was burnt out. I've been just on, you know, just working my butt off for so long. I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. And uh so I got back into music and was doing that for a while. And that was good, but I realized, like you know, I want bigger money than this. I'd gotten kind of used to um, making more money, and um, ended up working as a marketing manager for a construction company, uh, doing rehabs on houses, like uh, kitchen, and bath, primarily. And so, I, you know, started building up a team under myself and uh, this one guy, who was working for underneath me. Um, nice, real nice guy. We're still Facebook friends to this day. Uh, he drove a r- real nice car, like a a Beamer or something. I don't remember. And um, you know, he he didn't exactly make fun of me, but he kind of kind of did. You know, it's like you know, when all good humor. I wasn't like hurt by it or anything. But it's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah, dude, that car, your car is cooler than mine. But so what? You know, like that's you know, and not that I was putting him down for enjoying and being proud of his car right because that was obviously something he was really stoked on that he had this sweet car and it was a cool car and so but it was um in my mind i'm just you know i'm just thinking like liability that's a liability um whereas you know i'm much more interested in putting my money into assets right things that are going to make me money rich dad poor dad right kind of the basic some of the basic concepts there is uh, a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket and an asset is something that puts money into your pocket so, for me, it was like, yeah, I'll get my dream car when I hit a certain financial goal that I had, which was you know to make to make six figures in a year. That was my goal. It took me forever and a day to do, but um, eventually I did, and uh, and then with that, I got my dream car. Now, I also will point out that I didn't go and splurge and buy a brand new one, and um, you know, with all the bells and whistles, I. Kind of um, have systems for certain things like this. Uh, that system is try to buy, definitely buy a used one. So I get that. Dep- so I don't lose that depreciation. You know, the person that bought it, drove it off the off the lot there, loses that ten or twenty percent or whatever crazy amount it is right off the bat. I'm not going to take that loss let that person do it and uh and i very much law of attraction right i've been looking at different pictures for years and years of all the different you know color schemes and people do all sorts of customizations and trying to figure out which ones i like the most which are the ones that get me excited and uh you know kind of dialed in some of those aspects and uh then when i saw it online i said man that's that's the one the price was super good why because it had been totaled but um it wasn't you know, it had been rehabbed the car, that is. And uh because it had been total though, you can't get insurance and you can't get a loan. Or you can't get insurance but you can't get a loan on it. So I looked at some tried to do some fancy financing through my bank, through my business loans and uh business credit and all that. But then I ended up just paying cash for it. Got the cash price, so got a big discount. And ended up getting it for $5,500. Traded in. I gave him my station wagon. He gave me 2200 for that. And uh, I gave him 5500 for this. And so I'm driving my car. I love it. And, um, you know, it's got some things in it. And I've been rear-ended once now in it. And uh, as much as I would love to get it totally dialed in again and put money, and I will probably, into uh, getting it all totally clean and sparkly again, it's also like, you know, I got two young kids and there's a still in the back of my mind it's like you know i'm going to drive this thing till the wheels fall off and then i'm going to buy another one just like it used in good shape sat in somebody's garage for 20 years and they only drove it on sundays and it's in perfect shape i know somebody out there has that car just waiting for me right that's uh i'm clear on it and it's got all the cool things that i like and it's sleek and quiet i like quiet cars right like peace and quiet whenever I can, and stealth mode more than like the big flashy things. So, I like black cars. Chrome's okay. I think the chrome, you know, the chrome accents and all that good stuff. Anyway, I digress. Point being, life by design. What are the things that you want? How would you design your ideal life? So, also thinking about, okay, so I just got out of a meeting with my manager and um i was letting her know like hey you know i've been doing my schedule this way for the last i don't know 6 months to a year or whatever and it's been great and now i'm ready for a change you know i want to uh stop taking these evening calls we've got a, our team built up now other people who can handle the evening calls so um i'd like to uh you know stay in the office for a longer stretch and get my calls done in the office and be done when i go home so i can play with my fam play with the kids spend time with the family and not have to do more calls. So she was open to it. And it's like, boom, all right. Wheels are in motion. And uh I already put the wheels in motion actually. I'd already prepared. So I didn't want to go bring this question up with her without having a plan in place, without having already done my homework, without already having a solution. Right? I already worked out the solution and talked to another consultant who would be happy to cover my call, you know, to take over those that call slot, this call slots. And, uh, so I had that ready to go and she had another suggestion too for somebody else that would be uh, probably willing to do it. So I was like, boom, all right, no problem, done. So I can start making that transition. So it's like just designing my life. And then, uh, as I've gotten more clear on wanting to do commercial real estate, you know, I put it out there like, Hey, I, and what I mean by put it out there, I put it out there to the universe to, which you might call God or to, um, higher, higher power or source or whatever you, you want to call it. For me I I use all those terms because I like to generate I don't want to try to confine quote unquote God to a word or a name right like something that's infinite and uh everywhere always anytime you know at once like okay yeah let me call it one name for me that's just like okay that's a very human thing to do which is cool I'm a human right now that's awesome I'll do it and I will also not do it because I'm also dup- <laughs> Uh, I'm a walking contradiction. So, friend, um, I feel that there is a uh, like a vibe or an energy or like a, there's a, an art and a science to it, and I, I feel like that's a big part of what I try to share here. I don't always really say it this way because it's beyond words, right? I can say call something God, but my but God for me that word that name carries a lot of baggage. And I wouldn't be surprised if that carries baggage for a decent number of the listeners here at Find Your Flow podcast. Because, why? Because, um, I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you've also come from uh, like some kind of religiously uh, a background that maybe was not conducive to, who knows? Who knows? what? Well, now I'm just throwing stuff out there. life by design so in life by design what do you want what do you want on life what makes you happy i had a um c- consulting call with a student yesterday she was very upset with this conflicting evidence she had been exposed to and it was really starting to get to her like really upsetting her you know she's in a very good community here with what we offer and teach and provide and yet we're not everywhere we're we're not there every minute with her we can't support her 24/7 although we could if she reached out to us and had, you know shared more of this stuff with us we could have but it's you know there's there's balls dropped on both sides um but that's okay and anyway so she was getting exposed to this other group of people and they had their own opinions on things and they were contrary and uh really made her feel bad about decisions she had made and where she is and um you know i just got the opportunity to kind of just talk with her and just like hey you know well how do you feel when you're with those people do you feel good or do you feel not good she just kind of you know laughed and was kind of like yeah maybe not so good it's like all right well you know there's you don't have to put up with that there's alternatives Um, you know some of these people are going to give you a hard time and they're going to tell you they don't want to work with you and blah 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 but you know you find a deal and they can make some money some of those people are going to change their tune that's a a thing right so it's interesting to see that and um and she was really you know great after the call really appreciative and thankful and so it's like okay well what what do you want? I, oh that okay, the point of that was like, you know, I got I I bring this up a lot on these on these episodes, right? What's your burning why? Your burning desire. Why are you doing this? What got you into this? Why are you gonna keep doing it? When the going gets rough, what are you gonna fall back on that's gonna motivate you to keep going? That's really important, right? And I was asking her this. She's like, you know, I never figured out my why. I was like, "Oh, shoot." <laughs> you know, in my head I'm like, "Oh, great. Uh-oh. This could be trouble." You know, I only have a half-hour call with this girl, with this woman, and um and she doesn't know why how am I going to how am I going to motivate her if I don't, you know, so I started asking her questions. Well, you know, what tell me about what's going on in your life? You told me that uh you're unhappy. You live in the snow now and you can't go outside after work because it's cold. And you're from Florida. She's like, yeah, and I was like, so would you want to move someplace warm again if you didn't have to work where you have to work? She's like, well, yeah. Like, it's like, okay, well, if you didn't have to go into the office, you could work at home again. Is that something you want to do? She's like, well, yeah. She's like, but you know, my uh, my why I'm not a single mom who's out there fighting for myself with you know trying to make ends meet and survive and this and I don't have some cool great heart wrenching story. And I was like, look, you don't have to have all that. That's. The kind of thing that motivates some people because they have to be you know they are in that situation and they have that breathing down their neck or you know on their back to really kick them in the butt doesn't mean you can't do it if you're if you don't have that situation you can be just as motivated to live someplace warm where you can go outside or we can work from home and not work for somebody else you can be just as motivated if you really want that and so she kind of you know was coming around like yeah you know you're right like I do want that I don't want to be having to go into the office every day like this this isn't fun I don't like going out in the snow I don't like that it's already cold and snowy when I get out of work and I can't do anything outside it's like cool okay keep running with that you know dig deeper and um, and then start to look for ways to to shift to start transitioning Right. So I had another great call today with the student who um he is in a different market and he was uh talking about oh if you're new to the show, I'm sorry. So I'm a real estate um I'm a real estate agent, a realtor, and also an investor, and I consult full time to other real estate investors. I teach them how to do internet marketing, how to market their business online. So my students all day, I'm speaking with students from all over the country who are trying to grow their real estate investing business. Um and so so I am talking with the student and he's saying that um you know he was frustrated because he hadn't done anything since our last call. And he hadn't really done anything on that call from our previous call. So he was kind of feeling like you know he hadn't done much and he was a little frustrated and he's like this is gonna be a short call, you know I haven't done anything. It's like, okay, no problem. Let's uh let's break this down. You know, what's what's going on? And so we talk a little bit, and, um, you know, he's a busy guy. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a car business, um, virtual car lot, and uh, but he has to go out and actually, by law, physically show these cars to the people, and that can take a couple hours. And, you know, so we start talking about different things that he could do and uh, different kind of little hacks that I've picked up along the way to maximize time in between times. And he was getting it, and he's just like, oh, yeah, this is great, you know. Um, and he really saw how he could implement that in his day. And he's like, man, I didn't think I was going to get anything out of the call today. I wasn't even, you know, I think he, he didn't say it, but I was kind of getting the impression he was almost going to just kind of, you know, either flake or cancel. Um, but he's like, and, you know, this turned out to be great. Like, thanks so much. And it's like, cool, you know, those are the calls that get me excited and pumped up. So it's like, Yeah. Um, that's something I'm passionate about is the hustle, you know, it's like the hustle is a real thing and I see it as life by design. Okay. You want this business that's going to pay you and give you financial freedom. Great. That's exciting, right? Why do you want financial freedom? Okay. Good answer. Hopefully that wasn't, that wasn't completely rhetorical. Um, you can answer For me, I want more time with my kids. I want to have cool properties that are about an hour, you know, hour and a half outside of town. We can get out of here, unplug, go hang out, spend time together doing fun things. At the desert, I want one property at the desert away from pretty much everybody. And I want another one that's kind of by a lake so we can do lake fun stuff. Um, Those are kind of the two big ones for me that get me excited. And so, you know, I'm thinking about my kids are growing up fast. Right. And it's like, I'm consulting, I'm on the phone all day and it's great work. And it's, I feel great and happy about it. But my schedule I realized is like the way I set it up was it worked for the time. Like there was, I had some really important reasons why I did do it the way I was doing it. And now I feel that, um, it's okay to, to transition out of that. Right. Things are changed. The, the young one's older and, um, feel like we're in a better spot where I can kind of transition back. So I got clear about what it was I wanted, and then I started putting things in motion to make it happen, right? So if there are things in your life that you want done, where are those key points where you can start to transition? Maybe it's not an all or nothing. You know, sometimes it's an all or nothing, but sometimes it isn't. And you may be able to start putting little things in place now that will help you smooth that transition. Right? And if that was the case, what would those little things look like? What would those be those little steps? So and I'll just try to give you a few examples off the top of my head. So, um, so with this one particular student, like I mentioned, he has to drive to go show these cars kind of all over town. So his whole day gets eaten up by him driving around town. said, all right, perfect. Well, you know, we're looking for properties that are distressed that you can purchase. And uh, so anytime you see a for sale by owner sign, I want you to pull over, take a picture, write down the address, and uh, go knock on the door, you know, if it's a for sale by owner, if you have the the time. If not, you're going to follow up by phone and or by email um, that evening when you get home and if you do that once or twice a week if if that was all uh you'd be adding you know 4 to 8 new leads into your database every month just with that right over the course of the year that's 48 to um 96 different leads that you could be adding in Well, gosh if you get 96 and you can just bump it up to maybe 100 that 100 decent leads if you're working them and following up could you maybe get one percent of those to turn into a deal? If your average deal is worth ten grand or more, would that, when an extra ten grand in your pocket at the end of the year, be worth it for you? Probably, right? So these little, tiny little shifts really start to add up. And what I kind of discovered is I've been, you know, building businesses over the years. Uh, But particularly when I became a a licensed agent, real estate agent, that was when I really got, I think, the most clear on how important it was for me to use my time on things that were going to give me the most return on my time investment. You know, I had to talk to sellers. That was basically it. The more time I was talking to sellers, the better chance I had of getting a listing and uh, making sales. And so I had to talk to as many sellers as I could, as fast as I could. And the only person to blame if that didn't happen was me. I nobody else. I, could, I mean, I could blame other people, but there'd be no point. It's not their job to feed me. It's not their job to make sure that I'm doing my stuff until I hired a coach. And then it was their job to do that, to keep me on track, to hold me accountable. I hired a real estate coach, right? And that's the power of accountability, that's the power of a coach, and now I'm doing that for other people, so it's it's really cool, right, I get to be the person that holds other people accountable, I get to help them create their reality, their life by design, and here I am sharing this with you, now I'm not charging you for this, right, this is free, so there's a lot of um, interesting dynamic that happens with this, and I've talked about this in a different episode, skin in the game, how I believe you have to have skin in the game, and so uh, and I do still believe that, and I still also believe that your time is part part skin in the game it's not it's not quite the same it's not quite the same so there is there is still a difference like right now you're investing time with me listening to this podcast, which I appreciate, and again, I with this podcast, I really try to provide value. I know I ramble i'm sorry, um sometimes it takes me forever to get to the point, sometimes i don't even probably ever get to the point, but the times that I do. I think hopefully make up for all the rambling that you endured to get to that point, right? That's that's in my imagination how it goes down. So the the um the podcast is like a free way for me to share these thoughts and these experiences with you, right? Other people that are consult are um students, you know, these people are obviously they're getting my one-on-one and I'm talking and working directly with them. So it's a, it's a different dynamic, right? They'd have skin in the game. They've invested heavily in themselves to get into the program and to be able to get one-on-one coaching and all the education and all the systems and resources that come along with it. So that's what they get by investing in themselves. So with this podcast, I'm sharing kind of like all the more generalized big picture Things that I can share that I see from my perspective that hopefully gives value to you, right? And at some point, you may say, well, gosh, this is great, but I, I need even more help, right? I need even more accountability. And you hear me sometimes on these episodes saying like, okay, well, if you like this episode, you know, in the show notes, I'm going to put a discount for this special product that's related. So, you know, at some of these episodes, I make you a special offer for a related product that I feel will help you with this particular thing. And then I don't do it yet, but at some point I might make myself available. I mean, right now my calendar is completely full for, um, you know, consulting. uh, So I don't have any need for more students. I don't have any room or time for more students. But at some point maybe I would, right? And so at that point I might um, say like, okay, well, if you want to get more one-on-one direct specific help with you and your business or your project or whatever, then, you know, Uh, fill an application whatever and we can go from there and I can help you design your life by design right so but instead right now what we're doing is I'm giving you the same kind of general concepts that I think the more you hear it the more it starts to make sense the more you start to internalize it and ideally you take action right you get to work on it that's where the magic happens it's like okay I've heard this enough, I get it, I make sense, to buy in, okay, now how do I start to apply it? Because understanding it is one thing, right? They say knowledge is power, and it's like, eh, kind of, right? If you're not doing anything with it, it's just potential power. You could do something cool with it, but if you don't, you don't. (laughs) Excuse me, sorry about that. So... That's where I'm at with it. Life by design. I would highly encourage you to use visualizations in the form of a dream board or a vision board. Um, a Planning system. There's all sorts of great planning systems. Use one that works for you. Reverse engineer your goals. Quantize your goals. Keep them simple. You know, um, I'm just as guilty as anyone of doing big, crazy, huge, lofty goals, but I am really also good at breaking them down into actionable steps and executing them over the long term. And I can say from experience, not everybody is as good at that. That's where a lot of people maybe have more challenges. So that's where um, I'm able to help in a lot of ways. So that's what I want to share with you is, hey, there is a process here. This It's not magic. It seems like magic sometimes or luck, but really we're systematically – Putting the odds in our favor conscientiously consciously and putting the odds in our favor every step every every single day, and so that's what I want for you is to be able to get clear on what it is you really want and then get clear on the path to get there or make a plan and if you don't always, you don't always have to know all the steps right um so for instance, I'm gonna finish up with one last big exciting one. Um, I, I did share this recently too, but I just kind of reiterate it because I'm pumped. It's a big one, and it's a big part of what the podcast is about is sharing like sharing both sides. Okay, there's the law of attraction, the secret side, right, and the metaphysical. We're all rainbows and crystals and feathers and whatnot, which is awesome, right? And all everything's magical and. We're gods and goddesses and creators of the universe and blah, blah, blah. And that's great. You know, I can certainly appreciate that. And then there's the, like, you, know, you got to go out and make it happen. You got to hustle. You got to crush. You got to grind. You got to work your butt off and, you know, make it happen. You got to be hungry. You got to burn your desire and, and that, right? Like, I see both sides. And I live both sides. and um And I see them both having value. And so what I do with the podcast, one of my goals with the podcast and with the books is to share both sides. Try to keep it real. Keep it real with you, right? Because it's like, yeah, could I sell more stuff to you, to the general public by selling easy buttons, magic beans, quick quick fixes, magic pills? Yeah, probably people love that stuff. They buy it all the freaking time but it, but I would feel not very happy about that because I know that's not going to get people the lasting results that they want. There's more work that needs to be done. You can't just buy this thing for the most part that's going to magically do things for you. You can. You know what I'm saying, friend. You know what I'm saying, right? So the other half, the other side of that coin is, well, you got to put in the work. You bought the system, now go work the system. You bought the this, go, like, you bought the diet pills, well, go, you know, also eat healthy. You bought the weight set, well, go freaking lift some weights, right? So there's that side of it. And I want to help you see that side of it and appreciate that side of it. Because that's the part that is not very often represented in mass media, Right, it's all overnight success, and like, oh, so-and-so was broke, and now they're a billionaire, because they did this one weird trick, and if you buy this thing for $1,000, bucks, we will tell you what that thing is, too. Right? So, there's a fine line, and there's... Um so, the last story that I mumble on is, uh, you know, I I invested myself last month and took a week off work and uh, bought a plane ticket stayed in a hotel and went to a week-long training on commercial real estate investing how to syndicate real estate investments how to jv multi-unit real estate investments and other kind of commercial real estate investments it wasn't something i was planning on doing just yet I, i still thought it was like four or five years out you know before i got into commercial stuff but i started kind of feeling feeling the calling inside I was like man you know what this opportunity came up that i could go to this thing my company was going to pay for my ticket into the event all i had to do was pay for my my room and travel and board and all whatever food and all that and um you know then it's like oh well, i also need to buy new clothes does i don't fit any of my nice clothes anymore so that was an extra grand how the heck did i pay a thousand dollars for a new wardrobe oh friend i don't know but it happened but I felt I felt like a million bucks when I showed up. I was like on point, right? All my clothes fit. I was like, man, I didn't realize how ill-fitting my clothes had been until I got fitted for some new clothes. And it's like, shoot, this is what clothes should feel like. This is amazing, actually. And uh, went out to the event, learned a whole lot of amazing stuff, and you know, started kind of just sharing on social media a little bit, like, hey, here's what I've been working on, here's what I've been learning, am really stoked on this, this was my focus, I, I set my attention, right? I shared it with the world. And uh, people, you know, and I got clear in my head, too, it's like, okay, here's what I want. I don't want to be doing that, I got clear on the part I want. I want to be able to just focus on finding the deals, and I want to be able to pass them on to a team that handles all the rest, and I get a piece of the deal, and I get passive income, from it and equity in the deal that was that's what I want I want it to feel awesome like hey I just look at deals um, you know I analyze them I pass them on to uh, the person who's the person that deals with it from there and we put it together and I get paid I get residual income from it and equity and then a payout when we turn around and sell it at the end Boom! so out of the blue a couple of nights ago in one fell swoop, that whole team showed up, uh, you know, at the same dinner table as me, <laughs> wouldn't you know. And it's like, oh, hey, here's what we want. is what we're looking for. Sweet. I can do that. Let me find it for you. I'm on it. So this is what I've been doing. I'm looking for this deal for them. Amazing. Just like that. I'm in the game. I'm in a bigger game than I've ever been in. So... It's amazing, friend. So it's like, okay. So the point of that, did I hustle for that? Well, not exactly. I just like, it, it was. It fell in my lap. It fell in my lap. Somebody said, oh, well, when's my dad? My dad's like, hey, well, you guys talk to, you know, these guys right here. They that's they're looking for a res for a multi-unit residential that they can uh, they can do this on. It's like, well, I've known these guys for years. <laughs> Why did I not put this together before? Well, for whatever, because I wasn't in the zone. My head wasn't there. I hadn't put in the work, had I? Now, it didn't seem like it was directly correlated because I went into a different state, for crying out loud, to go do the work, to study and learn and invest in myself. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this opportunity just fell into my lap. Now, there's still work to be done. I haven't made any money with them yet, right? We haven't actually done any business, but that connection changes everything all of a sudden that just saved me years worth of figuring all that out on my own I don't have to figure it out there's already a whole that's already done boom just like that just like that friend isn't that amazing it's amazing so that's it that's both sides in a nutshell right you get clear on what you want you work toward it you put in the energy put on your dream board get more and more clear every day as you're moving toward it it's also moving towards you you don't always have to know how it's gonna work because sometimes it might surprise you, might fall it might come out of left field and fall into your lap. You gotta be open for that. That's the surprise, that's the fun part. Sometimes you can see the direct correlation, sometimes it's not so obvious. That's what keeps it interesting. So that's it. That's it. I'm done, I've been rambling, did long podcast today, but life by design is a big topic. And I went all over the place with it, shared some stuff about there's different things I've designed in my life that I hope you can see how it applies for you or how you might be able to take aspects of that. Talked about myself a lot this episode. I try not to, but sometimes that's the easiest way for me to just kind of share these ideas, I guess. And, um, that's it, Fred. You rock. I appreciate you. Go out and design your life. Make it awesome. Celebrate it. Enjoy the wanting as much as the having the journey, right? And, uh, until next time, be flowing.